Hey everyone, Ben here and welcome to Motivation to Invest. Manish Pabrai is an Indian-American investor who was widely influenced by the legendary Warren Buffett's value investing style. He's worth an estimated $100 million and is the founder of Pabrai Investment Funds. So in this video, I'm going to reveal Manish Pabrai's top three rules for investing success. Be sure to watch this video to the end. There's an incredible investing analogy about a theater which is on fire, and I think you guys will find this really powerful. It definitely helped to clarify my mindset with regards to investing and improve my own investing skills. So I think you guys will find it really valuable. If you do appreciate videos like these, then feel free to give this video an early thumbs up that helps out tremendously with the channel. If you're new around here and you haven't subscribed yet, feel free to join the investing family by hitting that subscribe button and turning that notification bell on. Usually on this channel, we focus on investing tips, strategy, and deep dive stock analysis. So we're not really a trading channel, but we focus on deep dive valuation of long-term compounding companies. So with that being said, let's dive in. So kicking things off at rule number one is focus on long-term compounders rather than just cheap buys. Now this philosophy is very similar to Warren Buffett 2.0's philosophy after he was introduced to his business partner Charlie Munger who taught Buffett a few things and one of them is that it's better to buy a wonderful company at a fair price than a fair company at a wonderful price. So cheaper is not always better in the stock market. So over to you, Manish. Oh, it doesn't so much change how you value businesses. I think the, the difference is that instead of buying a business that is undervalued, maybe you know 50% off or 60% off from what its intrinsic value is, you focus more on long-term compounders and businesses that can grow and scale over time. So instead of just buying what, what I've done for a long time, which is discounted pies, the focus changes to growing pies. And uh, growing pies, you may have to sometimes pay a bit, bit more for them because usually they recognize as better businesses. But uh, in many cases, the end result is a lot better. On to rule number two, and that's to invest internationally. Now, most people have what's called home bias, and they tend to overly invest in their own country. Whereas you should invest as a percentage basis on the GDP that the country you're in makes up of the world GDP. But generally, wherever someone's living, they tend to invest 90% of their funds there. So this is what Manish talks about in this next clip. Over to you, Manish. I mean, I think one of the issues I was facing in the last few years is I was finding it difficult to find businesses to invest in the United States. Things euphoric, and uh, we may now be entering a period of un-euphoria, which is fine. But things seem to be priced to perfection or even overpriced, etc. in the case of uh, some good businesses and some not so good businesses. And uh, so I wanted to broaden out uh, what I was looking at. And I could tell that there were some countries where just the entire market was cheap. And these were places that people were not interested in investing in equities. Things like places like Japan, Korea, Turkey, and so on. For example, I have a good friend in Seoul who's a very good fund manager. He's very well trained in the methods of Buffett, Munger, and Graham. Look at the things that he's investing in. 
many of those things to be of interest to me. So I, I asked him if I could uh, visit Seoul and if we could just go and visit all the companies in his portfolio. And uh, he, he said, oh, that would be such a blast. So I made a few trips in the last few years to Korea. Usually they're week-long trips and they usually end up seeing about 15 or 20 businesses. And they have been um, incredible learning opportunities. Like, for example, in, in this case, I was looking at, uh, you know, whether I should clone things that they have done. Cloning is a very powerful model because it's already been through one set of filters and, uh, and such. And similarly, in Turkey, there's a, there's a very good friend of mine who is a, a smart investor. He's more grand than Munger, and I'm trying to transition him from Graham to Munger. It's the same in Korea there. Because these markets are so cheap, it, it becomes very tempting to just look at, you know, things that are trading at three times earnings and such and not really focus on the better businesses that may be at eight or nine times earnings. So these last few years, I made several trips in, uh, in these countries and I met uh, dozens of businesses and we've, uh, we've got investments in Turkey and in Korea now, and we like those. And onto my favorite investing rule number three, and that is the theater investing analogy. So this is basically Manish Pabrai's contrarian investing strategy. So this is to buy when everybody else is selling, and this is to be fearful when others are greedy, and greedy when others are fearful. So in this next clip, Manish Pabrai discusses why he was buying commercial real estate when everybody was selling it during the global lockdown in 2020. Over to you, Manish. market is like a theater. And in the theater, the rule is that every seat has to be occupied. Or in other words, if there is a business and it has... 10 million shares outstanding, every one of those shares has to be owned by somebody. There's no shares just sitting there with nobody. So the seats in the theater are fully occupied and they always have to be fully occupied. And now there's a fire in the theater or someone yells fire. So when you hear the word fire, you want to just get up from your seat and go to the exit. You don't want to really ask any questions, whether there's a real fire or a fake fire. You just say, I am out of here. But there's a rule in this theater, which is different from the other theaters, that you can only leave your seat if you find somebody else to take your seat. Because that share has to be held by someone. Right? So it's not like you can just leave the theater and the seat will be empty. No. The rule is you can leave the theater, but you need to find somebody outside who will come and sit inside the theater. And so, you know, you go outside the theater and say, listen, it's okay. The movie is great. There's a little bit of fire and there's some smoke, but it, don't really worry about it. It's really probably nothing. But I'm giving you my ticket, which cost me $10. Please, you can have it for 50 cents. Would you want to take it? And the guy says, you know, not really. He says, listen, please take it for 25 cents. Okay, so there is a clearing price for the ticket because you can't leave till somebody sits in your seat. 
And so now we will answer the question on Seritage at some point when I don't own it. Okay. Sometime in the future, I will not own it. I would just say that before COVID, Seritage was trading at $35 or $40 a share. And there was suddenly a fire. And instantly the stock went to six to nine dollars a share. So that was the price at which somebody else was willing to buy that seat, me being one of them. You don't need to have an opinion on most of these securities. In fact, I would say you don't need to have an opinion on 99% of them. The first thing I would do is try to figure out what are the parts of the world that I understand? What's my circle of competence? Do I understand you know, the banking sector really well? Or do I understand Apple really well? What do I understand really well? If you understand something really well, by definition, you would know what that business is worth. And then, then you know what it's worth and you know what it's being priced at. And you can see whether there's a delta between the two. So I would not focus on, you know, looking at this whole great big wide world. I would just look at, you know, things that you know about, things that you understand, products that you use, just things around you that make sense. You read the newspaper, something intrigues you about something and you, you dive in and dig in and, uh, and then take it from there. So that's how I would go about it. I would not really try to complicated more than that okay so i hope you guys found that valuable please do comment your thoughts below which was your favorite investing tip for success so comment your thoughts below if you did find value in this video feel free to give it a big thumbs up that helps out tremendously with the channel if you haven't subscribed yet feel free to join the investing family for more investing tips strategy and deep dive stock analysis of which i'm investing my own money into so if you're interested in that feel free to hit that subscribe button and turn that notification bell on and if you do want to know in real time exactly which stocks i'm personally buying selling and access my entire portfolio and join a thriving community of the finest investors on the internet then feel free to check out that first link in the description below for the vip membership group with that being said i hope you guys have an incredible day and i'll see you in my next video invest safe